Thank you for joining Space Between What's Happening. Joey Natolo, and I'm here with Johnny Mesner, old friend. What's up, bro? Hey, man. What's happening? So we're just dropping in. What were we talking about before this, uh, the cameras rolled? We were going over the... Uh, synchronicity of, of our lives, basically. Yeah, yeah, synchronicities. <laughs> how it all connects one way or another. We've, we've seemed to find all of these people come in our lives that there's a connection to, I feel like. Totally. When we met, it was interesting. When we met, when you... I didn't even really know that you knew you were an actor. Oh, I guess everybody that's a bartender is an actor. But I mean, you were a bartender. That's how I met you. Yeah. And we were just doing lots of ecstasy and, and having a really wonderful time. Yeah, it was. Wasn't it? Mm -hmm. It was cool. But I was like probably what, 25? At least. The tea room? Martini, martini, martini. room. The martini room. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's interesting going back to, to the synchronicities and, and um, thinking of, were you acting then? I mean, I, I was that, I was. Oh, you started uh, acting when you left. I said I was an actor. Take, take us through, yeah, yeah, take yeah. us through when you left to New York, why you left, how you got back. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I ended up going, I ended up going to jail for a little bit. Why that happened, and we went to New York. That's how it started. That's how it started. We went to New York and yeah. started um, transporting some beautiful medical marijuana, but not at the time. Was it medical? Yeah. Right. Um, and uh, that's we started to do that, and and that was good. I mean, that was good for a minute. Yeah. Um, and then it went wrong. I remember we had got some things from you and then put them on a bus with this Tim's loser brother. And, uh, <laughs> and Can you back <laughs> support you? <laughs> so Tim, yeah, so explain yourself. <laughs> so yeah, so so how Johnny, how he, how his acting career, the started. success of the career started was we, he had a load of, of weed that got lost. Mm -hmm. He decided after the weed got lost, he said, I'm going to go to New York and Per, pursue my acting. That's kind of what happened. Kind of, kind yeah. Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to put it. I'll uh, keep that one in my memory banks. Uh, um, yes, it was definitely that. It was also out of fear. Um, but yes, yeah. definitely left because I needed to try to pay back and, and figured that that was the only option that I had. And then got there and and shifted. It was one of my first biggest shifts, you know. And uh, it took a while. Uh, and then just bartended still and and slowly but surely did commercial print work and then started getting in better shape and stopped being, you know, and the shape, madness. And shape, dude, is crazy. Like, because when you left, and that's the funny thing. I was like thing. Oh, you were huge, huge, bro. And the thing was, when you left, all the things that happened were because of a really fucked situation. Yep. Right? And then all the things that you left for, why we're sitting here. Exactly right. That's a synchronicity, bro. It is. That's why I was going like, that's a trip because I was pissed. Like, Johnny lost 100 pounds. Yeah, no, and it's then the worst. He left. And so when I saw you again, we were at the Playboy Mansion and you walked by me and you had your glasses. They were half on, half off. Like, that was your, that was your Guy outfit. Guy in the wind. Do you remember? Yeah. And you walked by me, but you looked like like the Greek Adonis dude. Like, he, before you were like 260, you were just like big, you couldn't even see your face. And you walked by and you're like, yo, Natolo. And I looked at you and I'm like, what's up, bro? You're like, it's me. It's me. And you didn't really have an outfit on. You just had glasses that were crooked. Like, yep. like, like I couldn't recognize you, but it wasn't the glasses. You, like, you looked different. You yeah. looked like you physically, you coughed out somebody or something. I did. I, yeah, I, I basically got rid of half of me. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, that was, and then I saw you at the Super Bowl party, I remember, and you were like, holy shit, like, how yeah. is that even possible? Um, but you were popping on too, because I saw you think again, and you were, you cruised through, you had a mohawk, or you were doing yeah, it. doing Tears you, of the Sun. Yeah, with uh, Bruce Willis. Mm -hmm. you, yeah, I remember going back to New York and having that, those, that was like the best time in New York to be there. It was like early, uh, mid-90s, right? Like, something yeah. like that. It was like mid-90s, and it was just when Biggie had just come out, and... And uh, the, the scene there was, was sick. And so I basically just kind of, I didn't start really getting involved, invested into any kind of career career. I just bartended and was just into the, to the mix until. Drugs, women. Drugs, consistently alcohol, drugs, and women. And, and that was, but it was fun then. So that was the time to do it. Right, no, no. And when you're looking to make money and, you know, in ways like for us, like every like you know, remember Ray, all of I gotta watch the names I say, but yeah, all of us were just trying to make money and, and create ways of not not having to hustle with hustle, right? Right? Yeah, and it's interesting. Not yeah. having to do the, the the. I'm gonna do this, so I don't have to do this. That's right. I don't uh, want to do this kind of work, so I'm gonna do this kind of work. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that's how I I um got into the film businesses. We were talking about. I was like, well, 
I don't think you need a high school diploma. Nope. You don't need shit, really. Mm-mm. Didn't mean I made a good movie. I'm just saying that I was able to sneak in and I just started writing um, like just ideas that were just about things that we had done. Right. Yeah, like the, the scene in A Man Apart with Timothy Oliphant when he when he shoots that guy. That, that character was three of our friends all smashed into a, into one. It was you know it was me, yeah. Doug White, and and Jeff who passed away. But it was interesting because I didn't actually think that that movie would get done, and it was you know just an idea right. that Based happened, you know, of, and off of your life or your journey. Just idea, that, yeah, yeah, you know, just, you know, never. How many of those people are still alive in that mix? You think? I mean, you and I, but I, I mean, if we talk, even like last time we spoke, we said Marcelo. Well, he's serving like ten years. He's, yeah, he's a rare. Yeah, yeah, but all my, I mean, everybody that it depends. Like the, the all the, from the younger years, all those friends have died from addiction or heroin. You know, like th- th- something. What about Bryce? Up. You know what's so funny is Bryce ended up popping back up in my life again. Really? But I remember he did a lot of people wrong and he took did. off. He did a lot of people wrong. All those, that whole crew that you hung out with. I remember Simon Kepler, guys, he yeah, like really yeah. did some people wrong. And yeah. And I know that I think he, he, he really hated himself for it, but he was trying to act like he wasn't. Then he had a kid, but you know, it just, he, he, he How really did he did he end up coming back around to you? Because I, I, he, he has never come back around to he, me. It was by, I saw him at a gym. Oh, I saw him at a gym and he was doing something and I'm like, hey, what's happening? Wow. But he was laying low. Yeah. Nobody wanted to talk to him. No, he, he, he as, as they say in this cult, cancel culture, he was canceled. Yeah, yeah, totally. Which, by the way, I'm not a huge fan of the cancel culture. Yeah, I don't, yeah. But that, but he, yeah. I was talking to Ben. I was just looking at. Ben. Funny he's talking about, I was looking at Simon Rex's shit because he's a funny he's dude. He's hilarious. That dude. Now he goes, yeah, I said. Uh, he's on this path. Is he? Because mm-hmm. it says the shaman. It says something now because it's funny because, you know, Ben, me and Ben were real close. Yeah, I love Ben. But he's been, never been spent more than a week out of prison. No, I know. Is he in prison right now? I, no, I don't. I mean, I haven't seen He's him. like seriously like one of, like his his dad was my dean. I dated his, I oh, mean. Wow. Oh, yeah. No, like, I mean, me and Ben were like, yeah, and he was like the ben. little, like the, yeah. the young buck, you know, and then became a big model and started tattooing himself. But that's how I met a. How I met Simon, and somehow I got onto his 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 Instagram. It's funny, <laughs> uh, dude. He's he's always been a funny dude. Yeah, he's always and he's always had a, a good energy, a good spirit. You know, he's not. He's never been. No, I've never seen anything him but. Shit. But mm-hmm. if it was, it was always in a in a funny, funny way and totally. con- and also self deprecating. So it's never, you know, that's the best thing about. It's one you know, of the best. You know, it's funny is I ended up connecting and becoming really close with one of his childhood friends from where he grew up. This kid Azar. This kid he grew up with, Azar, came out to my house for a party to see Simon, and then I ended up becoming like really like close friends with this kid. It's amazing, you know the the more awakened I he's, become. So what? So he is because he 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 as yeah he's done. Um, uh, I think he's done Buffo uh, and Little Cambo maybe, um, but it, but as far as the way he lives his life now, it's definitely like that. You know, it's. It's simple, and you know, I think he's he was out in the desert for most of this time, and he's totally into the. Really. Mm-hmm. I was wondering. I was looking at it, and I'd love to talk to him. And it, I he's could got tell like this... a camper that he travels in. And just, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? No, he's like... hyster- dude. He he's hysterical. Yeah. He's always been a funny cat like that. You know what I mean? Like beats to his own drum. But I appreciate. I appreciate. Yeah, my, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's that. Yeah. He he's. Have you seen he's... Brandon Williams at all? Oh man. I think, God, not for a while. I, I know his brother passed away, right? He did? Not Brandon Williams. Oh, I'm thinking of... Oh, um, holy shit. I have seen Brandon that. Williams. I was thinking about uh, Brandon Davis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Didn't yeah. his brother pass? Something like that. Or Brandon, I, something, his brother, I think. Something I, like that. Who I was in treatment with at one point. Yeah. Um, Brandon Williams, yeah. I mean, you know, he's living the life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he makes me laugh, too. <laughs> he's he's a, a very funny guy, too. So when you started, let me ask you. So when uh, all this stuff started happening, when did you, when did you actually feel, you know, because we both, I'm, I don't want to say suffered. That's the wrong word for it. No, we we're just learning some tough lessons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with addiction and 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 self medication and and trying to, you know, pad holes. Yeah, and just try to, you know, like when you drink or you do these things to kind of to to suppress feelings and thoughts that are happening in, in, in oneself. 
you know, and then all of a sudden when you, when you stop these things, these thoughts and feelings aren't so bad when you start to clear the shit out. But what I was asking that is for you, you were taking a lot of pills because I was on, I was on a lot of pills too. And I didn't know how I was going to stop. Yeah, no, that's the thing. They have this thing at like UCLA where I think they drain your blood or, you know what I'm mm. talking about? That's like, yeah. I was almost going to do that because I didn't know. I was like, how am I going to stop doing this? Because every time I'd stop, I'd get so sick. The other kick is crazy. Yeah, I'm like, this is, this is crazy. And, and you did plant medicine I did. once and it just was like done. No. No, it took more than that. I'm on 22 now. No, no, no. Yes, but, but yes, no, but it didn't take, it took more than once. It took more <laughs> than once. It did take more than yeah, once. Yeah, yeah. So you went, you did, so you did I was, after? I, I did. Oh, okay, I didn't mm -hmm. know that. I, I, I wasn't completely finished. And, and what the plant medicine did, and unbeknownst to me at the time, was it stops it from having any kind of similar effect. So the way it used to make me feel, it was opposite. You know, so the the relief that it would give me, or the feeling of that, whatever that supposed relief is, that false relief, it shifted it so it made everything worse, right? And it it told me when I was in the medicine, she said, "It's these things are going to fall away one way or the other, but they just won't work anymore. It's, it'll be on when your times, when you're when you're ready, you'll stop when you're done suffering, but it's never going to work the same." I, of course, had to test that theory, right. and it was 100% true. I tested it again, and I tested it again, and um, and it just got darker and darker, and way darker than, and, you know, every time I would do a, a ceremony or a journey, um, I would release and let go of, of the craziest things, but they were so dark. Like, everything, I, I would always go in on a dark note, and I would, and, you know, they say that ayahuasca's sweet, the sweetness, and but when you're in it, it feels like, it's getting all the bitterness out, right? And so it, the agony of physical pain and, and all of the, the things that I was had to go through um, was always super dark and, um, and just kept getting darker. But they right. were just leaving, you know? And it was all part of the synchronicity, you know? So it's, it's actually been the last two times that have been my biggest um, shifts. It's a spiritual thing too, because even when I saw you taking... How would you say that from doing your first uh, ayahuasca journey? Yeah, and seeing you now, to seeing how you were just in your eyes, your mm -hmm. eye, you know. But that's also to clarity and not being on drugs. But you could tell that there's something else going on. Yeah, you know, right when you turned your back, we we're at uh, at Agape. Yep. Shout out to Agape. Yeah. Uh, Reverend Michael Beckwith, Back and 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 you were sitting in front of me, and you turned your head. It was like almost I'm like, there's Johnny. <laughs> right? It was really, really Johnny too. Yeah, yeah you actually. That's why I saw your eyes. I was telling her, I was, and then I knew we were both saying, like we were saying stuff because I was like, I, I couldn't wait to talk to you. Because I was telling her, I go, oh, this is going to be funny. I can't wait to talk to him. I heard you talking in the lobby. You were saying oh, yeah, something and you were like, right. like he's a yogi. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were both like, it was years. Yeah. And so we're looking back at that going like, wow. And then when we run into each other, is that agape? I mean, that, see, it's just, that's again, like the synchronicities of the way it works is, is always mind blowing to me now because I, now I, I can, I, I'm aware of all of them. Like I, you know, I've, 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 I see all of them, uh, not this Thursday, last Thursday, I, uh, I went to do plant medicine with Avril, uh, and How I, How many times have you done it with her? Uh, well, we've done it. Just us two, like two times now. Together. It's been, yeah, it's been amazing. And I've done it with her five or six times. Um, well, more than that, actually. Four, uh, eight. Uh, and it's been amazing to do it because it's so funny to see. I'll, I, I'll be like spinning and speaking in tongues and, and, and uh, you know, just like demon-esque stuff at the shaman. And she's on the couch next to me going, hmm. Mm. <laughs> she's on all everything. <laughs> do you feel? Do you feel that each time that you do <clears throat> that you have a journey, that it's moving you forward in a direction of where you're trying to get to? Like, or do you feel that they like each time that you take the medicine? 100%. Do you feel that you're getting what you're you know what you're seeking to get? And and so much more, yeah. you know, so much more. Like the, you know, you know, it, I, it, you don't go backwards, you know what I mean? Like you never go backwards in life and you never know what it feels like. And we don't, we're, not, we're not going backwards, we're only moving forwards closer to creation, you know? So everybody that feels, for me at least, 
is what I got to see was, you know, the way that your soul's journey is it's going forward. It, because a lot of my journeys, I would see the craziest things and it was just past life stuff, you know, and it got me to the point now today where it's just the conscious contact, like it does surgery on me, which is, you know, people that do ayahuasca will understand that I just get into this crazy surgery for like an hour of it. And then it goes straight to conscious contact and God talks and I listen. Right. And um, it's crazy. But it, 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 it's, it, we use a different word for it. It's, right. it's normal. It's normal. It's a, that's, that's the thing is so many people that look at it as if it's crazy and it feels crazy. Yeah. It does. It, it does, does feel crazy. Because it's something else happening that like we're not, people are not letting us know that this is accessible. Right. This is, have, we have access to this. And I feel that, you know, like when I had the, uh, and even the, the word awakening, but it is, it's, it's, I did, I, they have symptoms and I had them and I went through it and I went through this change, but now I'm like, God, this is amazing. But even I, I think, I think this week is a national suicide week or some oh. suicide prevention week. And, and when you look at that and all the people that, especially now with COVID and everything committing suicide, yeah. 40% of the people that, uh, that more like 40 people that commit suicide do it from depression, which has to do, I feel, with like really having breakdowns and not breakthroughs with having these experiences. It's like a spiritual depression. It is that. You know? It, yeah, it's a huge amount of blockage. And, you know, I, I'm so grateful for this and, and, and um, you know, the space between because Big Pharma just wants nothing to do with us doing this. You know what I no. mean? Because it does... It is a huge shift for depression. It's like for all of the things that yeah. it works on the most, it's depression that it works on the most. What's well, a trip? Because if you go look at like the symptoms for bi bipolar disorder, right? If you go look at for schizophrenia, you know, even if you go look at for depression, yeah, they they it, it they all mirror this exactly the same as is the symptoms of an awakening. You know, it's right. all to do with moods and feeling, yep. right? That's what it does. It starts affecting your the, the way you feel, your emotions, because you don't know what's happening. You're having mood swings, right. ups and downs. Like yep. you don't know, right. you start crying <laughs> yeah. for some reason. Yeah. 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 Then you start to feel like you're Jesus. And then you yeah. start telling people, yo, Jesus. You're like, oh, you're out of here, bro. Yep. You're going straight to where the sky is green and the trees are blue. That's right. Right? And then, yeah, so I do believe that the uh, the blurred lines between mental health and spirituality are so blurred, and I think that with plant medicine and other things that uh, with other and, and yeah, the, rather than pharmaceuticals, yeah, yeah, I, I was like, that's why they were saying, like, especially for people like me and you that have done so much drugs. When they were telling me, usually I would find a way. Like if I was in there, I would have been like, I get so much, I could talk so many pills out of these people. Oh, yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. like, no, I don't, I don't want that. And then they were like, no, if you don't take it, then you can't leave. Right. And I was like, oh, that's, and it, you know what I mean? So it just changed the dynamic of it and also changed the dynamic of how I thought because the things that were really important to me, which were money and things that made me feel safe, become, became less important to me, which made me look like I was losing my mind, actually. Which is hilarious because for me, um, it, was, it was the bullshit of broken brain, you know, so, so broken brain to me is uh, now which I get to watch, which is so, you know, most of the time, some of the times I get invested in, with, I get into, I have a relationship with broken brain, but now I'm trying to separate myself from broken brain. So I look at my brain as if I took my brain out of my head and I made it a person, right? Like, like a singer says, if you make it like a real person and you just listen to that, that dude for three hours, bro, you'd be like, you gotta get the fuck out of here, man. You are psycho, you're the most psycho person I've ever met because we shift in one, in one thought. It goes from agreeing to disagreeing and making all the right calls on both sides. It's like, it's the most fucked up thing, right? So right. the brain, um, but for me it was like two, I, I had all this abandonment and adoption and all that nonsense that uh, emotions that we create, which are all so many. I was chosen. I was put up. I had the miracle of birth. I a lot the adoption thing. It, the, the, it, yeah. it does, but you know what? It shouldn't. When you actually get to look at it, if you right. see it, but you have to go through you it. Have to go through it. Right. It's the same thing. Like for it's it's going through those things that you you start to you know as a kid or how you you 
intake these yeah. these feelings you know for me with my dad and my mom i used to with my first wife i would sit there and cry about my dad when i was drinking right i didn't even realize i'd do it but every night she'd go you'd be crying your dad i go no i don't something kept coming out something yeah. in me would get really upset about this dude that i felt that should have been there more right right and then i kind of as i got older i was actually like oh i'm cool i actually everything that happened was for this for to this, be the way yeah. that's right but everybody has to figure that out and not everybody yeah. does, and it's you know, and I, I that's for me the hardest part is because I want everybody to feel this way and and, and understand what this looks like, and but it's not the way it works. I mean, even it would la for the last four times I've done ceremony because I'm such an advocate of ayahuasca, and and but now I can I don't even it's not about the pitch, you know what I mean? It's about me shifting, and the more I shift, the more they just come to me. I don't have to say anything about it, right? And she said. You could pitch it all day long, Johnny, but the only people that are going to come are the ones that are called. Right. Right. So, you know, because if I could, I, I could tell in two seconds if I talk about ayahuasca, it's a bead, or when I'm on the plane with them, and, you know, they shut right down. There's no receptiveness at all. So I don't keep it moving, you know what I mean? Because it's. Yeah. Some, you know what it is too, though? I felt that coming into it, because there's like, if you watch Gaia, right? You, you yeah. The Gaia Network. You look at that like, yeah, there's really cool things on it. And if you're conscious, you'd stay there all day. Sure. Them, right? But if you're not really a conscious guy, you might go there and get like, well, this might be interesting. The mm. alien thing is cool for a second, right? So the whole idea when this happened was to, to, to have something to where you could, it can make sense on a linear level, though. There's, there's stories you could tell. Like if I was to think of a movie that you could show to a conscious crowd or unconscious crowd, i go, Shawshank Redemption. You right. know, think of 10 movies that you could go. So it's really bridging with stories like like this like this yeah. like this platform and 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 talking about these things but with a positive spin on them like you could do a show about like what's the the reality show that was super popular like locked up right right but you do something else about called the we'll just won't say the name of it but about bringing yoga into to correctional facilities but really real and right real the same way you've same stories but it's got a positive twist on it that's so, amazing that's right? a great way yeah so all you're doing is the same thing but changing the story a little bit the narrative so that what you're doing is showing you know the hero's journey through it right and but, not right people are so invested in well it's uh, we're so fear driven right so everything yeah. we, that we watch is it, it's if, if you could see somebody else going through something that's a little bit worse than what you're going through, like locked up or, you know, like all of the, the shows, this is, this is the platform that, and the way you do it is exactly the way it needs to be done because it can, everybody will, can relate on some level. I think so. Like someone's asking me, like, what do you think? I said, it's not, the guy thinks cool, but it's almost like if you were to ask me, it's like almost like vice, but conscious, like edgy stuff, but that has a really conscious things. What's really happening but what you should actually do with compassion. Like we're living in a real world, right? but like make decisions made with compassion. And not all of them are always gonna seem like they're made with compassion because what you have to cut through to get to what you need to do, you know, as far as like, look at the, the, the you know, the landscape of what's happening in the world today. And it's, it's, we're, it's almost, it's starting to seem normal. It's so every day, the next day yeah, comes so shitty. So, yeah, You're yeah. like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. They'll be like, oh yeah, you're about to get lit up by North Korea. Oh, I know. It's supposed but, to happen. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> right? That's exactly it. Right? Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, oh well, God. Yeah, that'll happen. Pandemic, yeah. Like it's it's almost like every time I look at something, it's something looks just wilder than the next. I gotta I, that's now I'm glad that you brought that up because I, I there's something that I, I wanted to ask you about yeah. that. Because right now in my, I'm in a spiritual ego awakening right now. Still, right. right, I haven't hundred percent surrendered to just love and light and all that. I just because I just haven't gotten there yet. Right, right? I'm still working. Right. So I, Beckwith was talking about it last Sunday, and it's a spiritual ego, you know, and it's knowing what awakening, but not truly knowing what awakening is. Right. You know what I mean, so um, right now I'm at a part in mine where I feel like I'm losing empathy. Right, like because I know now more than anything that everybody is, 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 we're one energy, but everybody's on their, and because God literally said, Johnny, this is your one time, only made personal soul's journey, only for you, never to be done again in the eternity of time. This is your journey. Nobody else gets it. It's yours. And I was like, oh shit, that makes sense. And that's his, right? So then I'm like, well, then I know if something's happening with that person, I know that this for a much bigger reason so I don't get as worried as I used to. I don't worry about them. I just come at them with compassion, but I feel like I've lost empathy. Hmm. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. A little bit. I'm just thinking through everything yeah. you said just now. Um, I know it's heavy, but it's just it's where... It's not heavy. It's just, you know, it's the, if you're really thinking, I was listening to everything you said, so, you know, looking at the, the approach and... Because like you said, like, oh, North Korea, yep, that's supposed to happen. Oh, well, that COVID, well, that's just a, a cleansing for Mother Nature doing cleansing. It's that's really, I, you know, it's, I was just telling, I was talking to Travis about this, and it's just this thing of no attachment. Right. And, and having no attachment, like people say it, but like, really, because even when it's a bad thing, like horrible, like, I've, like loving the horrible things, that sounds weird, but a lot of the things in my life, I've gotten from the horrible things. Like right. Decisions I've gotten, I'm like, no, don't, this isn't the way it has to go because I need this and if I don't. Of course. And then this horrible thing, so it's seeming horrible at the time, leads me to this next thing that's so amazing, which I'm like, okay, so the attachments and the polarities of these things that happen in these experiences is that is I, for me, is learned that balance and every time I attach to it is kind of like, and I go with it, I'm like, no, that's for me personally and if I get too vested, it's not what God wants. Personal preference. That's what I want. Right. Right? So just let it go. Personal and, oh, preference, yeah, it's like yeah, a, yeah. It's like yeah, a rope yeah, that goes yeah, by and it's spinning yeah. by and if you grab it, you, it pulls you in and burns yeah, your yeah, hand off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're just like, just let that thing go <laughs> yeah, by. Yeah, yeah. I don't trust that rope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> take me There's in. a lot of rope. <laughs> yeah, they're going by over. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. just gotta be all like, like you know, wax on, wax off. Yep, That and that's and that's what, you know, that's where that's the progression right is 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 knowing that truly knowing that and being aware of all of those ropes coming at you and knowing just to let that emotion pass through you know like that and for that's not easy in life we'll look at ropes that's what mental illness is all those ropes having a breakdown it could be anything it could be your kid it could be it could be having an awakening and to people telling you that you're crazy and actually think that you could be losing your family and all the things are the most important things in your world to you, but you just act like you're fine because you don't want to look crazy or you don't want to break down and act like you're sad because they'll go, oh, he's crazy. He's breaking down. Right. Right. And meanwhile, you're being separated from your family and they, you know what I mean? Like the, those, these things are real, you know, and they are real. they're so real, Yeah. you know? And so when these people are going through that or having these experiences, and, and there's kids too, younger kids having these experiences. And that, that's the, 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 from suicide to the bipolar. Like you look, look at Kanye West, bro, it's crazy. So if you look at TV and you go, that dude's got bipolar disorder. He's wearing a bulletproof vest around. We just were told that was my idol about a couple. And now he's wearing a bulletproof vest. Yeah. I don't know if I want to say I'm bipolar. That may happen to me. Right. Right. That, that, that may happen to me. And then I was like thinking about that because I was in UC Medical, Medical Center the same day he was for the same shit. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, we were both, he's, dude, that guy was having a full-blown awakening. But he's totally, you could see, he's kind of like, he's, he's, he's thinking he's Jesus. He's yeah, going, yeah, like, yeah. come on, bro. I thought it was Jesus too. Yeah. Then I was like, I heard he was there. I'm like, oh, there's another Jesus on the floor? <laughs> there's a black Jesus here. <laughs> I got to see the black Jesus. They're oh, like, yeah, a... he's right down the hall. And I was like, damn. But it was interesting uh, just going through it because there were so many kind of, like this guy was kind of in and out of my life. Like he was, yeah, yeah like we're working, he was working on at one of my post-production facilities. And then my kids were friends with his nieces so that he was always around. So there was there was these kind of weird kind of intersects, you know? Yeah. And then uh, then I was, to, when I looked at it, I was like, that's that's the somebody not being able to break through. Right, that's you know? what it looks like. Yeah. That's exactly what it looks like. And the right person, like a real, like I, like it was so great to see, uh, what's his name, Dave Chappelle, go support him. Yep. You know, I was like, that's rad, bro. Like because that really was somebody else that was going through that, and that, there's nothing better than to have somebody else that had gone through that experience to support you. It's it's you it, know? it's everything. Yeah. You know, and it, it, so yeah, so. I had already come to peace with the adoption thing, right? I had and gone on to the and so and shown that the, this is I, I got to see my time, first time my my parents pick, my par, that raised me my parents my parents parents right. picked me up and helped me first time I caught said mom or dad and the joy and love that I brought to them and with that joy and love they didn't think they could have kids and then they had my brother and my sister right so but I always had that adoption thing going on and for a long time and and uh, it was a big catalyst in my addiction because I had that that, that abandonment issue led to fraud actor lack of self-worth thrown away you know just all the endless <laughs> the mush the mush remember that that's yeah, right yeah. the mush right yeah. so always that yeah um 
and the mush was basically anything I touched would not turn to gold, right? right. And so that's the way I always envisioned myself for a long time. Um, so now that I'm in this place, uh, I think three years ago I'd reached out to a private investigator, but I was still in the darkest place. But I just I would find glimmers of light, and I, during those moments of light, I would do some amazing things, right? It's like hauling Melanie, this private detective, detective that found my friend's mom. So for the last three years, I've been in and out of the darkness and I would always keep in contact with her, but I would never push the button, right? And then she's like, just get Ancestry. So I got Ancestry. And last Thursday, not this the one that just passed, but the one before, uh, she, right before I went into ceremony in Long Beach, she called and said, can you hook me up with your Ancestry? I want to try to do some work on it. I said, yeah, yeah. So I went up to Ancestry and allowed her to come into it. And I did the medicine and the medicine said, you are on the other side of the, of the coin of suffering. You have done all of the lessons. Your soul's journey on that is over. Congratulations. What a relief, right? And I'm going, yes. I'm crying. You know, yes. <laughs> right. right. And it's like, yeah, you just, re just, just know that life is about to open up beyond your wildest dreams. Just let go. It's right there. Your rebirth is like right here. And I'm like, oh my God, thank God, right? So we, we get done. It's, Thursday, it's Friday morning. We go home. Saturday, I get a call from Melanie. Do you have time to talk? And I'm like, oh, not, not right now. You know, I mean, not right now. Because I just got done, you know. And then Sunday, I, I call her and she's like, we got two choices for your dad and two choices for your mom. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what? She's like, so she shows me these choices. Both dads are dead. And one of the mothers is dead. And the one was 22 and one was 18. When they, either one, when they had me, one was 22, one was 18. So I thought it was 18 year old, 69, right? So it, love and free love in Syracuse, New York, I was born. Right, so um, Monday she calls me and she says, I just got off the phone with your mom. I was like, what? She's like, yeah. And so she tells me a little bit about her and she goes, she wants, a, I'm on speaker with Avril sitting next to me and she, she um, we're, we're like, holy shit, right? Because it was four days it took her, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm like, I wasn't ready for any of that, you know what I mean? Like, I was so, so, so fucking doujish with that, right. you know? And uh, she goes, do you, I asked her at the end of the conversation, do you want me to relay a message to Johnny? Because she, she, you know, my biological mom thought it was a hoax, you know what I mean? It's 51 years later, she never thought the call was ever gonna come. So by the, by the end, she realized it because she said my birth date. She said, that's my son, right? So she said, yeah. How old is she? She's 73, she was 22 when she had me. Did she say she sounded like, like onto it like you know as far as like a young 73 year old yeah yeah like, for sure obviously she needed to call like yep for days. sure for sure and so she said do you have any message do you want me to relate to johnny and she said tell johnny that i have loved him every day since the day he was born and and at that moment with Al and i crying right there a, a part of my heart just completely healed. Like I'd already come to know that I was chosen and everything was good, but just those words and everything shifted for me. Like, right. and, and now my parents and her and her husband, the synchronicities are crazy. They just go on and on. I won't even get into it with you, but I'll tell you, it's from Puglia where I lived with my dad when he was in the military was where my father was from, to me being conceived on, January, on July 19th which is both of my parents who were born the same day, same year, same month. That day, I was conceived on that day. They had manifested me two years before. I mean, and then they just talked yesterday for almost two hours, the biological parent and the parents that raised me. So the, the healing that went on That's through right. that was the most intense healing I've ever experienced at one time it was, was it just me this was yesterday this was last week oh, okay I thought yesterday yesterday wow. they called though no, yesterday so, yeah, yeah. yeah yesterday got you they today. Talked. that's pretty rad yeah. wow but anyway it's, how, but with you with that like how is that you like marinating on all that like oh, all those years so of feeling crazy. and thinking and going and... so grateful 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 because and where are they at you said they're in Florida now they were from Syracuse. Did you, did you, are they, are they on social media? Did you want to see them? Did you, I did not like on social on media. Like, I got pictures of them and I yeah, sent pictures. Of, I said, okay, you have yeah. grandkids. And she's like, oh shit. And she swears like a sailor. We have the so same you have other. So you have other. Uh, no, she never had kids. Really? She's been with her uh, husband, Rock. So my son's name's Rock. That's, well, that's kind of and, cool. Because if she had like, yeah, I have nine other ones. You're right, the only one I gave away. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, those ones. I didn't even say it like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we have 17 kids. The 18th. You were the 18th one. We just said no. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, you were no. the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Those are always trippy. That, that's amazing. But it was, it was, it's just good. It, I was never available before, Joey. I could have never wow. been available for this because it's a lot. Like, awakening is a lot. You know what I mean? It's a lot going on. And wow. I, wasn't, I wasn't available until it happened. But the synchronicity just yeah. goes on forever. And it showed me that, you know, all of the moments of my life, how they led. So I'm, I'll tell you one more quick thing uh, about that. Um, last time I was in ceremony before this one, um, it was real intense and I was, there was real, the ego was, dry, was coming out in some sort of other spirit form, some sort of other entity and he was very upset, right? And then he ends up praying and doing all this stuff. And then uh, as, a, as a second round goes through me, the medicine um, lies me down because, you know, I lose full control of what I'm doing. So it lies me down face down on the mat that I was on. And in this humming order of sort of thing, I'm saying, I, for an hour and a half probably, saying thank you over and over and over and over and over and over, and crying thank yous, laughing thank yous, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And showing me, everybody in my life, you included, thanking them for every moment that got me here today, that got me into the medicine, that got me here, right? Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of thank yous. And I thought that, I felt so much relief with that, right? And I thought that was it. So we were driving to, uh, a week or two later, we're driving. We're, we're going to go to Tahoe. My Avril and her mother right. was a healer, and I'm being a bitch, right? I don't know what the emotion is, and I'm attached to it, and I don't even know what it is. But I'm fully attached to it, and I'm feeding it, and it's getting worse and worse. And I'm being like the worst dude, right? Like this is a great time. So we get to Tahoe. I drive the whole way. I'm just a bitch. You want to listen to? Let's listen to Michael Singer now. Nah, you know what I mean? Like that guy. You know. Right. What I mean? yeah. <laughs> and so we get there, and they're like, "We're gonna go to the Lake. Do you want to come?" And they they get it. So they're like, and I'm like, "Fuck that lake. I'm not going to any lakes." You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm fucking, yeah. <laughs> no fuck water. That. Right. I don't want anything to do with nature. Right. But I go, maybe I'll take a hike. You know. So they went left, and I'm I'm arguing with myself, and I'm fuck as I'm putting on my hiking things, and I I don't know where I am, and I just start walking. Right. And I walk. And I see this trailhead, and I just. I start walking and my brain's going, dude, there's black bears out here. You're going to get killed. Right? I'm like, yeah, I know, whatever. Right? Right. Cougars, cougars, you know, right? just fear, fear. I was like, I'm just going to keep walking. Let's keep walking. I walk all the way to the top. It's the top of this chairlift and I can see all the lakes. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh shit. And, and I, I had this like moment, right? I start to walk down the hill and a voice in my head goes, what's with the baby Johnny bitch move that you're doing right now? What's that all about? And then another voice said, maybe... Baby Johnny never got a chance to let go and mourn when he found out that he was adopted. And, I, and it flashed me back to that time when I went right into fear and anger and right away the moment I was told and never to, from that point. And then I started having this, started crying uncontrollably, walking down that mountain, saying thank you again that many times but the camera was reversed and it was on little Johnny and then it was on seven-year-old Johnny and it was on junkie Johnny, it was on fat Johnny, it was on every Johnny that I've gone through thanking myself, which I've never done. It's to interesting too, you were walking up a hill and you went and you shed it and as you walked, you came back down the hill. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. It's so interesting the, 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 the way you expressed all the Johnnies. Mm -hmm. This is how real that is for kids or younger when you're when you're going through these things is you're going through these experiences They're real these yeah. different parts of your growth and how you perceive yourself or how you think people perceive you, you. And then carrying that around and then when you, that's why when you drink you're like who gives a fuck doesn't matter <laughs> You're just like I'm just to get loaded and then I'm actually cool. I like myself because I'm yeah. laughing now. Yep, right and so that's where that false sense of love with the with that it comes with alcohol and drugs you know like yeah. at least it leaves the self-hate for me it wasn't even about that i love myself i mean initially it was when, until it, it was it was great until it wasn't like you know right so 2007 that was for me it was 2007 when it wasn't great anymore when it was affecting my other parts of my life drastically and then i got into the self-hate and, and then that it just it got hard, heavier and heavier with that right. so there was no self-love so it would just kind of numb the self-hate Right, right, and the and all of that, and that that's just part of growth. You know what I mean? Like getting to the, but you you're right because you're gonna go through a lot of those emotions at some point in your life, throughout your life, and f being able to connect to just love before then is 
you know, this is not the path I would recommend for everybody. Right. Everybody's got their own. Right. And it happens when it happens. Right. And there is no rhyme or reason. I think that um, that with like just mindfulness mm-hmm. in general, I think that if it was exposed to you know correctional facilities and into school systems, mm-hmm. but just that kind of real you know self awareness. That, that that would lead you what led you to where you are yes you know it, it took a plant medicine but that plant medicine makes you very self-aware of what's going on inside it found me you know yeah. what I mean like I, I I had to get to death before find life and that's you know what is Beck was said that recently uh, last week he said uh, you know you have to you, if you hold on to life you, you you'll die if you let go if you die you get life right right like the seed the seed if it tried to hold on to being a seed forever the plant wouldn't grow And so that's the same thing, you know, but you're right. Going in and teaching mindfulness, even generational is a good start. Like, you know, like it's, it's gotta be, if we don't do something like there's gotta be something like we're sitting here looking at this and you're going like these people are saying are, they're highly educated, smart, but, but I'm looking at everything going like, this is, this can't be what we think of where we're going. We're about to go to world war three right now. You got China, the Pacific rim, you got India, Fucking with you know China, fucking with, you know just first Tibet. Now going, it's just it, it's and it's real. You're looking at it like this is really happening. Yeah. And these people are adults, and they're firing off talking about firing off missiles and nuclear bombs to one another. And you're like going like, and then then we have to go back and listen to them and be like, oh, they're not mad anymore. They've all figured shit out. We're right. all cool. I'm gonna go get some bread now. Yeah. <laughs> the pandemic to stay inside. Run quick. Don't breathe in anybody. Six feet away. Yep. Right. Yep. And then, then you're looking at all these things go down. You look at the suicide rate. You look at people, depression, and all these things happening. And I think that's why things that we're talking about are so vitally important for, I mean, just for everyone, you know? You know, being, having mindfulness and looking at what's going on right now. Just that taking a, like, this, you know, taking an inventory of what's happening to kind of set yourself in the day before you leave. Right. To really be ready for what's going on. That's why, so you don't have these ones and start to... You know, fucking, yeah, this get, is easy to get kind of, I mean, I could see, I mean, I'm, I feel pretty locked in right now, but well, I could yeah, see with the yeah. shit happening, you know, that how people would be freaking out, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the shift can come from us by us doing our work like you're doing now, right? This is, this is what the shift for me looks like. It yeah. Is these moments, um, shifting just yourself and the people around you because that spider web goes super far, way further than we could ever imagine. These moments will hit, if it just hits 1%, I mean, we need 8%, right? So you know if you what get the shift 1%. Is? Right, and the shift is this, and until we do this, and whoever's listening, if you're actually listening, yes, right, call in, do whatever you have to do, but what we have to do is we have to make it so if you go to a hospital, you go to a doctor, and you have the symptoms that sound like you're having a breakdown, and you are having an awakening, that they recognize those symptoms and may treat you differently or yep. send you to somebody that's recognizing that you're having an awakening and you're not losing your, your fucking mind. Once you do that, then you can start to change what's happening. Until then, we're still gonna just keep cycling through because society or you know Western medicine, they're not they're not taught Western is what it yeah, is. Yeah, they're not yeah. taught to to recognize what an awakening is. They're taught to they're going to look at that as soon as you start saying that if you're feeling people or an energy communicating with you, psychiatrist is going to tell you you should be able to put on a medication. I mean, look, granted, I don't want to get all too like too heavy. Sure, there's much many other places that you can go to if you're having these experiences now. Yep. Right? But at the same time, there's all this other heaviness happening. So there is a shift happening. Yep. Right? Yep. And it does feel like people will, will probably need these type of things after going through a lot of this shit. I think this shit has given us the time to do this shit. You know what right. I mean? Like that's what the best, that's for me, COVID is, is, is it, you know, it's something that is out of our control and it's going to hit it was going to hit no matter what. You know what I mean? Like that's, I'm, I'm under the firm philosophy. I'm not going to walk around a COVID filled hospital without a mask on, but <laughs> I still believe that it's going to, you know, if it's going to come, it's going to come and you're going to go through it or you're not. And you're, whatever's going to happen is already there. It's, it's here. We're here. Right? We're, in We're it. here. We're in it. Bro. We're in it now. And this, and it's going to be here until it's not, you know, and until something, and, and that's the way it's going to work. But it feels like an awakening to me. It's like this, uh, our mother, it was like, it's, it's like 
Pachamama away, you know, Something. shifting and and because there's so much happening at once. It's so much. It, I was just talking about, and I, if you talk about it too deeply, like because my mom was real religious, right? I, I guess I'm real spiritual, but she, you know, she was very, very Catholic. Right. I was right? Raised, but when you the, but when you look at that, like the stuff that was written in the Bible and all the stuff they talk about, like a, this, a lot of this stuff it seems like it's happening. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I, yeah, it does. I I'm know. just saying. Like, what? <laughs> Come on, bro. No, I was thinking Catholicism too, but yeah, it I does. Mean, but I, I, mean, I, I, you know, I have a hard time with the, um, the not, God of punishment. <laughs> I, no, no, not God of punishment. No, no, not that. Well, yeah, no, I do. I, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Me too. But how would, is it that they knew? I'm telling you, the aliens must have wrote it. They but did, though. <laughs> how would they know? Pandemic, all this stuff that's happening. Just watch all this stuff popping off. You have locusts. You're going to have, like, like volcanoes already erupting. Earthquakes popping off. Yeah, no, you know, I like, know. You'll be, I and know. every day, every day, something else happens. That's why I said. I'll be like, oh, oh, really? Oh, okay, no uh, big yeah, deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're all like, like oh, yeah. yeah, yeah We're yeah, so yeah. resilient. <laughs> oh, yeah. Five planes just fell. Oh, it's fine. It's how many? Sand. Oh, yeah. It happens. You know? Yeah. I guess I guess the moral of the story is when shit goes wrong, don't go wrong with it. That's correct, <laughs> right? Don't let, don't allow yourself to let that emotion go through you. Like you said, those hot ropes, those ropes that burn your hands right off. That's that to me is everything. Yeah, is being able to identify and let it go. I mean, pers- and also like you said, exactly right. Personal preference for me never pays off Mm-mm. ever. So whatever my real personal preference, if I'm really really like. A broken brain is going, fuck that. You know what I mean? We are not doing that shit. Right. And I'm going right away. I'm going to go right towards that. Right. Because that would be what, what God and the universe is showing me. Right. It's opening up to me. This is the door that's opening for you. This, this thing is like, doesn't want anything to do with it. I know it's right. Right. The fact that we're sitting here right now is a perfect example of all the decisions that were made with your mom, everything you yeah. did were exactly where they were supposed to be. Like I was like saying, because there's a bunch of weird things my dad did that, that were so crazy that I'd be like, wow, all those things he did had to happen for me to actually be here. You know, but if I said them, I'd be like, wow, but it's true. Yeah. You know, I actually told, I was talking to somebody like, I have a better relationship, I think, with my dad now that he's passed. Um, and I, commu- I communicate with him. Sure. But I'm, I think he understands, obviously, things a lot differently, and I do as well. Um, and it's, it's a real interesting kind of dynamic having a relationship before and after and, and, and knowing it's, that it's so real. You know, like I think that if more people understood that, they wouldn't, they'd probably act differently here. You know what I mean? They would be like, well, you know, there's something else. You can't take it with you, right? And a lot of people don't then nobody, act like that. Right, but well, because religions kind of say the, you know, right. say, you know, if you don't do this amount of you're good, gonna then you're going to go hell. here. You know, <laughs> like, you know, but yes, it's it. The, the true freedom for, for me is all fear stem from death. For me, for me, right. they all stem from death, right? Well, the I unknown. think that's all fear. Right. I think that everybody comes from wanting to be safe because of death. Right. Right. And the, ironically enough, because God, my, the, when I'm in a ceremony, it's a sense of humor. I'm going through this death stage with God. I'm in that stage of this, of this journey for myself. Letting go of body. Because everything else is let go of death. But body doesn't want to die. Body's still like, yo, brain and body. Like, no, no, no. That, you know what I mean? We're not, we're not doing that. We're not ready for that. Hard already knows, right? So it's showing me what death looks like. And how beautiful it transitional really is, right? Yeah. And so it was when I was driving to, to, to go there, there was a sign that said, got had COVID, so plasma, one eight hundred so plasma. And Alvin <laughs> and I were driving, we're like, is this like twenty ninety? What is happening? You know what I mean? Like literally on the seven ten. That's off a movie, right? Right? It's like a fucking like blade the end of the shit. movie. What are you doing? I'm going to sell plasma. Yeah. I we mean, need water and we're selling plasma. Right. Fucking apocalypto, right? Right. And so when I was doing the medicine and, and we were going through death and I'm physically dying and it and, and everything, God goes, Hey, Johnny, if I was gonna do a billboard, it would say death. Way better than advertised. <laughs> right, you know what I mean. Way better than advertised. I feel that. You yeah, know, I, just, I, I have to be careful what I say. You know, because I, I've said, you know, to my new wife, I'm not. I'm willing to be to go because of my understanding of what that is. 
and I think everybody, but meaning, I, yeah, of course, because of having a new baby, my kid, oh, oh no, I don't want to, but I also feel that, you know, like I'd be able to really take new choice. form and, yeah. and do different things. And, you know, like, you know, when I have communication with people and they're telling me and how beautiful and the dip, I'm like, wow. That's cool. So this is just part of it. So this is just as important as that. Yep. And then there's one after that. That's right. You know, so, so love all of them and experience all of them and do as much as you can positively here so you can take that into the next one. Or not have to go through the same lesson. No, you're going to have to do it there. Yeah. That's what I think I figured out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I was like, damn, if I start doing some good shit now from all the bad shit I did, maybe then when I get there, I can be a little more chill. Meaning, it, yeah. You know, but I'm also like, is there such thing as good and bad? You it's know not, what I mean? That's like, right. You're right. It's not. It's lessons and it, it's really just, just kind lessons. Of decisions. It's decisions. That's it. It's the choices yeah. that you make and decisions and lessons that you learn. Yeah. Because bad is it's, it's uh, yeah. I was talking to Travis about that. It's a separation. What the good is good. What, what makes you happy? It's a better way of looking at it. Right. Love, there's just love, to, right? Yeah. There's only love, and what you're doing is nothing has to do with anything that right or wrong, good or bad. Oh, that is it. Love, mm -hmm. love. love. That's all there is. That's it. I mean, you just, it just. All you need is love. <laughs> right. Yes, I think that's a right? good song, Luca. It is true, though. I'm telling you, that's all there is. Right on. Well, I just want to tell you, thank you, bro, for coming in. Yeah, I hope and I didn't bore you too much, man. No, dude, you're great. I had you come, come in again. We'll do it again. We'll screw this okay. one up. We'll have you the third time. All right. But thanks, Johnny Mesner. What are you working on anyways? I know oh, I'm, I'm, you know what? I I'm, I'm, I just got done working with uh, on a movie called Apex with Bruce Willis, and, and um, I'm, I'm doing a lot of the producing side. You know, hopefully you and I, of course, we're yeah, going to yeah. do something. And yeah. Uh, um, about four lined up, ready to go. COVID's a super wrench right now for everybody. And so, you know, just, just uh, I think the next one's the end of October, uh, Reactor. So just... Wait, who's that? Who's producing that? Um, Headgear is, is financing it and um, um, uh, Danny Roth is producing it. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, you've been, you kept busy though. You've been like, you, you, you live, make a living. You, I make you a living. Working. You know what? Because I, I, to be honest, Joey, it's because I've let go of all of it and I don't even care like about that side anymore. When I'm there, I do the best job I can, Yeah. but it's not really. No, but your, your sense of, you know, I don't, you know, what's yep. up. You're, you're, you're fucking great. You're a pleasure to be around. And, oh man, I'm so grateful I, to be here. I yeah, can't bro. believe I'm here. Yeah, and, and, and after we shut the cameras off, we'll talk for another four yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thank you for coming in. Thank you guys for, for tuning in. And